it's you already know who it is it's holly i don't i don't know why i introduced myself i never know how to introduce myself it's so awkward because i'm like hey it's holly or welcome back to hustling with holly it's your host holly like you know i don't know i feel like each and every intro i do for the show is like super embarrassing low-key at least it it really is when i have to play it back listen to it and edit it so if anybody has any idea how i should start the intros let me know because i have no idea i'm at a loss here anyway welcome back to the show thank you for tuning back in i didn't know i was gonna make an episode today but then yesterday i was like you know i haven't posted in a while i'm doing a little bit too much planning and not enough doing that's how i was feeling so i was like whatever tomorrow episode, edit, something has to get out 31st or the 1st of February, ideally the 31st, because if I do publish this or this comes out in February on the 1st, then that means that January didn't get an episode and that is not what I had planned. And that would be eh, kind of my loss of the week, if you will. I am currently sitting in my room at my desk and I've got a cup of coffee to my right. I'm drinking Pike's Place Medium Roast because I have a little bit of an espresso machine kind of. So it's it's not an espresso espresso machine. It's an espresso. So it's the espresso machine that starts with an N espresso and you put the little pods in. So it's more than a Keurig and less than a actual espresso machine. But anyway, uh, my mom gave it to me and it's portable. So I take the little Pike's Place coffee pods from like Albertsons and those taste really good. They have the normal espresso ones that Starbucks uses to make the actual coffee, but it is kind of on the darker side and I like a nice medium when I'm brewing at home, but like when I do go out and an establishment does serve blonde, then I I'm, I really like a good light roast, but blonde is by far my favorite. That's now, now, you know, kind of my coffee order, what I like to drink. Anyway, let's kind of jump into it. So I guess I'll tell you about my trip I took. I just got back from Idaho yesterday. That was interesting. It was a five hour drive from into Everett, Washington, both ways. Um, a little longer because there were some road closures and weather. So I decided to get up early at 5 a.m. in the morning so that I could get over the pass around noon-ish, kind of approaching noon, and then be on the other side and in Medical Lake to visit my parents. But I don't know. I'm just used to waking up at 5 a.m. and getting my trip started in this situation. However, that was not the smartest idea because sunrise wasn't until like 7.45. So I was on the summit of the pass at 6.30 and it was literally just me and semi-trucks. Now, I got up there so early that like, you know, the big trucks that plow over the pass, the shovel, they have the big like snow shovel on the front and they drive. I forget what those are called, but those are the guys that clear that pass like pretty much every day. I was so early that I literally saw one of those and I just kind of drove behind them. And so did the semi-trucks. I've never seen so many semi-trucks. Literally there was traffic on the pass. It was all semi-trucks, box trucks. So I guess, you know, if you've ever wondered when semi-trucks gather or what their schedule looks like, they're going over the pass at 6.30 in the morning. So that was, I I thought I'd be alone and kind of just get over. That was not the case. There was a couple other people traveling. I mean, it was a Wednesday morning, so not quite sure what I expected. It was really, really dark because going over part of it, it started to, the sky kind of started to light up. Like it was that like dark bluish that it is in the morning. For the most part, it was pitch black. And you know, those really fuzzy snowballs or pieces of snow. So it's like the really thick snow that when it falls, it doesn't stick. But if there's enough of it, there's, you know, a nice white coat of snow. So the lanes disappeared. That was fun. I ended up driving in the middle 
of lanes a couple of times. So you know how there's those dotted lines or a solid straight line. So, you know, when people park and they park literally right over that, not on the right, not on the left, like directly on top of that line. Imagine a lane. I was driving on top of that because the lanes had disappeared and I was just trying to figure out by tire tracks where were we supposed to drive. And then semi trucks started to kind of line up behind me, either to the far right or the far left, which showed me in my rear view mirror that I was in fact just driving in the middle of the road like a lunatic. I was so embarrassed because like uh, I, was the, I was the only one that like couldn't figure it out and the, the trucks couldn't figure it out for a while, but they figured out things much faster than I did and they'd move. And so that would be my cue to be like, oh, we figured out lanes again. So I'll just move over to the right and be in slower traffic because you couldn't go very fast, even though it was that thick snow. So everybody was going 45. I was going 35. And then um, there was a road closure up ahead. And so when I approached like the other semis that had passed me, by the way, I've never had so many trucks pass me in my life. I wasn't, it's not that I was going slow, but like the whole trip, semi trucks were actually speeding because on my way back, there was about four state troopers that pulled over different semi trucks, which I didn't know was a thing. I'd never seen a state trooper pull over a semi truck, but it happened a lot on this trip. So they were definitely all trying to get to where they were going and they were all going faster than me. I didn't want to die. So I was going the recommended speed limit on those light up signs and stuff like that at Apple Maps. So that also readjusts for weather conditions. When it wasn't a semi truck that was driving next to me, the couple of trucks that were trying to go on vacay or were headed to to the pass, kind of lugging around snowmobiles. There was this one guy. We were like, I think we were approaching the summit on that very windy curve. So you know how they have those really long right and left turns that kind of drag on and you just sort of, you're either going on an incline or a decline, depending on which way you're going. So we were going on an incline and the ground was covered. We had no lanes. The semi-trucks were either behind me or ahead of me. And I was just trying to keep up with this little like Ford F-150 that was lugging around a snowmobile. And the only reason I was trying to keep up with this guy was because it was dark. It was scary. We were like high on top of a mountain and I did not want to die alone. So I figured if anything happens to me, maybe this guy will feel something. And so that was me just, you know, trying to keep up with this F-150. So I didn't die alone on Snow Call Me Pass Summit. So yeah, that was interesting. Back to the road closure. Something happened and I I got told that I guess all the trucks have... uh radio so they know when and where to stop. Well, basically traffic locked up so fast and they were all stopped and I was like approaching and I guess I didn't give myself enough time and I like slammed the brakes because I didn't even see them stop. That's how fast they stopped. I don't understand that because they have way more weight than me. And so I started sliding and I almost ended up hitting this box truck. But like I I kept on swerving and trying to hit my brakes and trying to figure it out. I should have put it in neutral and just cut the engine power and then pumped the brakes. But it was just a very, very sudden stop because of the closure. And I almost ended up rear-ending this box truck who just sat there. I'm sure he was looking at his rear view mirror going, oh, yep, this is the day. And then about a foot before I about hit this guy, my car stopped. It was a miracle. I just sat there and I was like, that was close because then I would have been in a car accident on the pass and... That would have been just a whole new level of, I don't know what to do. Anyway, so road is closed. The trucks are like all just sitting there and kind of seems like we're going to be sitting there for a couple of hours because they're waiting on instruction on what to do. Like I said, I had Apple Maps open, so it knew what to do and it figured out that 
there had been a road closure up ahead, even though it wasn't like planned or anything. And so immediately rerouted, I ended up using a shoulder and was able to take my alternate exit that was only about a half a mile up ahead, which instead of continuing on the pass, just takes you through this really cool residential area. And then you go through South Cleelum because I was headed to uh, Medical Lake towards Idaho to visit my brother. So I'm stopping in Medical Lake for a visit with my parents. But anyway, the alternate route takes you through South Cleelum. But before you reach it, you find these really, really nice residential areas of, you know, where all the summer camps and winter camps are that you would go to as a kid. And then the uh, seasonal cabins that people either visit in the summer or the winter. It was really cool. So it was covered in snow. So I was going about like 20 miles an hour because these roads had not been plowed off and it was very, very windy, but it was so pretty. It was a lot like driving through Narnia, kind of like I literally felt like, you know, when Lucy jumps out the wardrobe and she sees the lamppost and she just looks around and it's just like all these furs with new snow coats on. It was so pretty. I'll have to uh, post a picture of what my windshield looked like going through this area on the podcast Instagram page just to give you guys an idea if you uh, would like to know what that looks like. But it was awesome. It was it was really cool. It was kind of scary. Not gonna lie, I'm extremely proud of myself. Like, dude, going over the pass at 630 in the morning when it's pitch black and it's snow showers and you have all the semi trucks in the world all on the same like route that you were on for some reason and then a road closure and it just it couldn't be me bro like just couldn't be me like I just I I wow yeah so I am now um I've now deemed myself the best driver in the world because I did that all without dying and that is you know when your dad drives right and he like braves all the weather and like stuff that nobody else wants to drive it's everybody's dad right like I was like thinking of my dad as I was driving. I was like, I'm totally my dad right now. I'm driving through insanity and I did not die. And who knows, maybe I'm even arguably a better driver. Probably not because he can, if cars could drive on water, he would. Yeah. Anyway, I, and I know you guys were all like, what about boats? But that's why I stopped where I stopped. Um, I'm just saying I braved a very interesting route that I will never take again. If you're going to go over the pass, do it after sunrise, get over it around noon or don't go at all. Maybe arguably just go to the airport and fly. Don't do what I did. That was terrifying. I'm proud I did it and I'm going to continue to brag about it for the next week and a half, but don't do it because I learned that going 35 miles an hour over the pass can kill you. Ironically, 35, never would have thought, but it was fun. Anyway, after I got over the pass, visited these the cute town of South Cleelum, which is really small and kind of seems like it's a town out of Gilmore Girls. It was so cute. Anyway, after getting out of that, I went to Medical Lake on, I forgot the name of the exit, but anyway, made it to Medical Lake on a exit and met up with my parents and we had lunch and we had coffee, had a very nice visit. It was, uh, it was really good. I was, I really enjoyed it. After my visit with my parents, I kept on going, drove through Spokane and, um, basically the, what started this trip, what prompted it is had a couple of days off from work and school. So I decided to go visit my brother and sister-in-law in Athol, Idaho. So if you don't know where that is, I can't tell you either because I don't know where it is. I just know it's called Athol. So 
get a map because I really don't know what it's close to, but I think it's, I'm not even going to guess I'm directionally challenged. So if I tell you where it is and then you try to visit it for some reason and can't find it because you were listening to my directions via a podcast recorded in the basement, that is my bedroom. And then you get lost and state patrol has to find you. I will not be held responsible. So I'm not going to guess where it is. And that's that. Okay, moving on. So I went down there to see my brother and sister-in-law. It was really cool. Athol is a, I know it's got a population of less than 700 people. It's around there, but where they live, it's even smaller, I want to say. Athol and just Idaho in general, obviously, is very rural. Like in, in Washington, you have houses next to houses. So you could look out your bedroom window and see your neighbors. Well, you know, because it's rural and it's country, your neighbors can end up being miles and miles away or you cannot see their house, you know. It's spread out kind of like farmland. So that's why I think it might be less because everything is so spread out. But I don't know. It's over by Silverwood. I can tell you that much. Anyway, went there and I ended up spending some time with my sister-in-law, which is really cool. We did a lot of thrifting, hit up every thrift store in the neighboring cities and it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Oh, one thing that I really, 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 really enjoy about Athol is there's this store called Super One. Super One is basically a Winko in disguise. They look exactly the same. You know, when you walk in, you're like, oh, it's like a Winko. So I just call it a Winko in disguise, except they have a hot bar. So like breakfast, lunch, and dinner is served kind of like at Fred Meyer. They have the hot soups and the wedges and stuff like that. I don't think Winco has, at least the one that's near my house does not have that, but Super One does and it's actually really, really good. If Idaho had the Four Seasons, Super One would be catering it. It's really, really, really good. I'd never heard of Super One until I went to Idaho. So if you have heard of Super One or you know what I'm talking about, this is a grocery store, by the way. It's the equivalent of our Winco, Fred Meyer, Walmart. It's one of those things, and it is a chain. But you know how some states have different grocery stores or they're under a different name, blah, blah, blah. Because I know the Midwest does not have Fred Meyer. Had a friend move up here from the Midwest or the South, and she had no idea what that was. So other states don't have the same things, which I just did not no, or did that didn't cross my mind for some reason. I should know that. It seems pretty obvious, but you know, you just don't think about it. So Super One is Idaho's thing. If you know what I'm talking about or you know of that place, DM the podcast Instagram and be like, I know what you're talking about. I've been to Super One. And you can tell me if it's gourmet eating or not, but when you're out in the middle of nowhere and that's there, it's just food slaps differently. And they make an amazing latte. Anybody that knows me personally knows that I like to critique coffee. I'm very particular about my coffee. And this place doesn't do anything special, really. I don't think they even do a whole lot of different flavoring and, you know, your caramel macchiato and all that stuff. But they make an amazing plain hot latte. So good. You, you got to go try one. If you are going to try the latte near you at the Super One near you, don't. You got to try the one that's located in Athol. Because you know how sometimes you have to go to the same store to get the same quality. You can't just go to the same chain. Like if you're going to get a latte from Super One in Coeur d'Alene, that doesn't count. You have to get the one in Athol because then you won't know what I'm talking about. And if you don't like the hot latte that you got in Coeur d'Alene, and then you're like, I don't like it, but Holly said it was good, then that's kind of your own fault because I got the one in Athol and you got the one in Coeur d'Alene. So you just can't really compare. You have to get the one in Athol. So if you do, let me know. I, <laughs> I would love to see uh, who ends up doing that. Anyway, 
went on this visit. Um, part of the reason also that I went down to Idaho to visit my brother is because one of my 2020 goals was to be more conscious about visiting family. So every year I kind of make it a goal to visit each sibling at least once during that year, except for my sister who lives in France. Uh, Not because I love her any less, but that's a plane ticket to France and those are kind of expensive and I have school and work and it's kind of difficult to visit her. But she knows that if I ever given the chance, I would visit her, but that's a continent away. So I'm not too strict about that goal in particular. But yeah, if you're listening to this, Roxanne, I will see you soon. Sorry that I don't (laughs) visit more. You're a whole country slash continent away. But yeah, I'm trying to be more conscious about family and kind of putting family first and building those relationships. Um, My siblings are quite a few years older than me, except for Moses. He is five months younger than me and I never let him forget it. Anyway, he's turning 21 in April. Little guy's turning 21. That's all I've been thinking about since January. My little brother is turning 21. I think he's six foot one, maybe two now. He's six something. He's a big football player. So if you know him personally, you know how big he is, but still my little brother and he's turning 21. He'll be able to drink legally. I just can't believe it. Little guy's turning 21. Enough about that. But yeah, just trying to get more conscious about visiting family. And so I've carved out time this year in each month to visit a different sibling. And I'm quite proud because I didn't even get close to that goal in 2020 for some reason. Granted, I was living in Eastern Washington, so it was kind of hard because they were all up in the western part of Washington. But now my brother lives in Eastern, two of them. So it's like, meh. But yeah, it's good to have goals and it's it's good to visit family. I got to do that. And I think, you know, I think that's kind of stuff's important. Some of you listening are probably like, I would not drive more than three miles to visit my brother and sister because they annoy me. Hopefully that'll change. But I had a good time. I like my siblings. Yeah. Anyway, got to do that and then ended up getting back literally yesterday on Friday. Ironically, the pass was actually a lot more clear. There was a little bit of rain, but like everything that I had to deal with on Wednesday, I did not have to deal with on Friday. So that was really, really nice. However, because I left when I did, I made it in time perfectly to hit traffic and every single red light that there ever was in Washington. I hit it all, but it's fine because Spotify was was really uh, hitting different and like playing, you know, when you're when you put it on the queue and then you leave your playlist because you're done listening to it. So just start shuffling all the different playlists. It's been doing that since the new update. So like if you have like a pop playlist and then a jazz playlist and you just got done to listening to the pop one, it'll start to mix jazz, pop, rap, and a bunch of other things. So it started to shuffle and mix and it was all of my favorite songs. And I was just really feeling myself in traffic, you guys. I was popping my head. I was having a good time. I was in such a good mood. I actually started letting people in, you know, that were trying to merge. Uh, just kidding. I let people in regardless because I'm a nice person. If you're trying to merge into oncoming traffic or not oncoming traffic, but if you're trying to merge onto the highway and you're that person that doesn't let the merging cars in, you are a terrible person. Let me just say that. You're the reasons why accidents happen and no offense, but no one likes you because dude, you got to let people on. So I'm one of the nice people. If you're trying to merge onto the highway, I will do the normal courteous thing and get in the far left lane. So believe it or not, you can get on the highway. I think more people should do this. Start letting people in, you guys, because nobody wants to be in a car accident at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday. So not that there's not really traffic on 3 p.m., but regardless, I-5 is not fun at any time of the day. So 
At least it's not for me. It was that day though, because Spotify, I even stopped and got a coffee and then they gave me a free card thing that said the next one is on us because the lady dropped the change I was trying to give her at the drive-thru window and I got out and picked it up and she was like, here's a card. Your next drink is on us. It's $4. I don't know why it's $4. So, you know, the next one's on us cards that Starbucks gives, but it's only for a limit of $4 and you can't add it to your Starbucks card. I think it used to be five when I worked there. I specifically remembering it, but maybe I'm remembering wrong. It's just interesting that it's only $4. I'm not complaining. I'm very happy, but like it just seems a little weird to end on a a weird number that is four when five is so close and kind of seems to make more sense because when you give people gift cards, it's always a $5 uh, limit to begin with or a $5 minimum. But whatever, you know, I got $4 off of my next Starbucks drinks, which will probably be tomorrow because I have church early and I like to get coffee because I'm on the volunteer staff, whatever team there. So I spend a lot of time doing the media crew and helping out in different uh, venues of the church. So I'm there for a lot longer than most people. So I like to get a coffee before going. Anyway, I hope everyone's doing really good. On Monday, Washington gets to open up at 25%. So all places will have 25% occupancy which I didn't know until I got home. So I have work on Monday and I've had the past couple days off and my first day back will be boom. Now we have in-house customers at Mod Pizza. So that'll be really interesting because customers have been dying to sit in there. So far, they've only been allowed to sit on the patio in the freezing cold and we didn't think they would, but a lot of people sit on that freezing patio just because they want to eat their pizza there. So, well, now they'll, they'll be able to sit inside and that'll be really interesting. So I'll keep you posted on that. I feel like it's going to low-key be kind of a nightmare because we already do a couple thousand dollar nights and we have a line out the door most days of the week now. So I don't know how people are going to be able to eat inside with a really, really long line for in-house already. Plus the addition of, hey, now you can eat inside the store. So we're either going to have people standing to the side waiting for other people to get up or maybe there'll be fights, but it's going to be hectic. So That'll be interesting, but hey, maybe it'll provide more hours. We'll get more uh, leniency in regards to labor and that'll provide more hours and I can make more money. So yeah. Oh yeah. Um, also got a promotion at work. So I am what they call an all-star. So that means basically I'm just a crew trainer and then I get a little bit more responsibility and yeah. So got a little bit of promotion. Yay. Pretty cool. I like working there. So yeah, Monday opens up and uh, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do, where I'm going to go first. I don't know. I've been indoors. I either am doing school or I'm working a lot. So I have not had time to go explore or go do things indoors. So it's not that I feel like I missed out or like, oh, it's it's sad that we can't eat indoors because I'm already so busy that even if it was allowed, I just never have the time. So now we're going to open up and I should make some time to go eat inside some places, maybe try a new Thai place. So I don't know if you guys have any recommendations of great food places and Mill Creek, Everett, or even just, you know, the greater Seattle area, let me know because we definitely need to try new things. I got to start doing that again. Sometimes I feel like I work too much and it's always important to experience life, you know, because I feel like I tend to get in that kind of part of my life where I'm literally just school and work and then I'm like, oh, I'll go adventure or I'll go see people after the semester's done, after the quarter's done, you know, or after I've worked this many weeks and acquired this much money in the bank. But I have to constantly remind myself, you know, it's actually really important to spend time with family and friends, even if it is not convenient for your work and school. I'm not saying like completely blow off your homework and be like, yep, going out with the girls, but like figure out 
a little bit of time management. And if you can't spend as much time on a paper, like just kind of break it up into two. The best advice I've ever gotten in regards to school was ironically from Emma Chamberlain's podcast, Anything Goes. And she said, if you don't have your homework done by 1 a.m. in the morning, stop, go to bed. You just don't need to finish because And at first I thought she was just saying, well, it's just time to stop and low-key kind of give up. But every time it hits around one, two in the morning, my brain is fried. I can barely think. And then when I go to bed, it's kind of hard to fall asleep because you feel like you just can't think anymore and you're just so, so tired. And that's a really, really unhealthy place to be. So now I realize when she says, you know, if you don't have your homework done by 1am, just stop it. Allow yourself sleep and maintain your health. Like, you know, put yourself first because if you keep doing that, you're going to burn out and you're going to hit some possible health complications that you really shouldn't be having because you should really be putting your own health first. And that's something that I've really been working on with work and school. And that's part of the reason that I took the trip is because just needed to remind myself, you know, it's not all about work, you know, or school. I won't be doing the things that I'm doing forever. And, you know, obviously we get older every year. And so it's important to think about the fact that we're going to look back and say, hey, this is what I did. These are the connections I made. These are the friends that I made. These are the experiences that I had. But in order for you to do that, look back and say, this is what I did. You have to have done something. And I really doubt a lot of us will go, oh man, yeah, that three page English paper that was due in two days or that, in my case, you know, eight to 15 page paper for psychology. Wow. The good old days. Ugh, working 40 hours during an entire week and not remembering what I did the previous hour. Wow, those were the days. You know, I don't think people are going to be saying that. I think they're going to talk about the, you know, impromptu road trips or the new friends they met at a coffee shop. And so, you know, there's there's that kind of stuff to think about. I don't know how I entered that subject matter, but hey, here we are. That's just what I've been going through. So now you know. (sighs) Okay, we are approaching the 30 minute mark and I have some laundry that I need to finish up. And if I'm actually going to have this episode out on time, then it can't be too long because the longer it is, the more time I spend editing it. It's not really that bad because I really enjoy editing it. Let's see here. My coffee is probably cold. Let me just check. Yep, I got to go get a new cup of coffee, guys. So Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I really appreciate it. And sorry that I couldn't get a January episode out sooner, hopefully. I'm really hoping this comes out in January. Oh, no. I think actually I will have it out on time because tomorrow's the 31st, so I can stress a little bit less. Okay. And uh, before I go, obviously, don't forget to rate this podcast five stars. And if you really like it, maybe even write it a little review. So when you go to write it five stars, there's a little, you know, pen and paper. So if you want to write a little review with like feedback of what you liked or what you're looking forward to or you want to say something to me, you can do it there. If not, that's okay. Um, Really up to you. But yeah, don't forget to rate us five stars. I've gotten like two five-star ratings. So that was pretty cool. And I know it might not seem like it, but doing those kinds of things really does help support the show. And that's why I mention it, but I'm not too hung up on it. So if you do it, great. If you don't, great. I appreciate your listenership. And then um, if you screenshot a photo of you listening to this episode, I'll feature it on the official Instagram page. I've got an Instagram highlight labeled hustlers, which is what I call you guys. The listeners of the show, I call you hustlers. And so people that screenshot themselves listening to it on Spotify, Apple, that's where I put that stuff. I think only one person has done it so far, which was really cool to see because it just lets me know like, hey, People are enjoying it. So if you would like to get on the Instagram page, that's one way of doing it is screenshot that you're listening to the episode. So basically, if you would like to go viral 
and be shown to my whopping 45 Instagram followers. Here is your chance. There'll never be another chance, you guys. 45 people. Think about that. You don't even know 45 people. That's more people than you have at Thanksgiving. And if you have that many people at Thanksgiving, then you're not social distancing. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, but yeah, think about that. If you if you'd like the shot to go viral and have 45 people see what you posted, <laughs> I just told you how to do it. So yeah. Anyways, going to wrap it up here. Thank you so much for listening. I love doing this. I love you. I love everyone that listens. Yeah. I'll see you next week. Bye.